Welcome to Chabad Inspiration. Over 3,300 years ago, when God was giving the Ten Commandments and the Torah to the Jewish people at Mount Sinai, God asked for guarantors. After all, God was giving away his chemda genuza, his most prized possession. And God wanted a guarantee that this gift will be cherished and observed for all of time. And the Jewish people first offered our patriarchs, our grandparents, Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And God said, no. Then they offered the prophets, the Nevi'im. And God again said, no. Until the Jewish people finally offered their children, and they said the famous statement, Banenu Arevim Ba'adenu, our children will serve as our guarantors. And then God gave the Jewish people the Torah. In a talk that the Rebbe gave on the second day of Shavuos in 1957, the Rebbe says that just like there is children in every generation, there is also a child in every person of every generation. Even adults have within them the dimension of a child. And the Rebbe quotes a verse of the Tanakh that says, Ki na'ar Yisrael that Almighty God says to the Jewish people that you are my child and I love you. And therefore, just like we see that a human father has a deep love, especially to his younger children, and as the Rebbe points out, you see it more expressed to young children, even more than to older children, so too is God the same he treats his children, the younger ones, with a revealed level of love more even than the older ones. And therefore, just like children are loved by their father more, then so too is the dimension of the Jew, the child dimension, loved by Hashem, loved by God, even more, so to speak, than his adult dimension. And the Rebbe says, as you see, that when a father wants to play with his young child, the child may be a young baby, a very young child. So obviously the father can't communicate with the child on any deep intellectual level. But at the same time, although the father lowers himself down and he's playing, let's say, with toys with the child, and whatever games they may be playing, on the one hand, it seems like the father lowered himself so much lower than his own true self in order to meet up with the child's level of reality. But the Rebbe says that's true on the one hand, but nevertheless, the essence of the father is expressed with even greater love, even in that process of lowering himself down as a father to the level of a young child. And therefore, the Rebbe says the same is true when it comes to the giving of the Torah. That although God lowered himself down to the level of the Jewish people, as the Torah testifies, Vayeded Hashem Alhar Sinai, God lowered himself down to Mount Sinai. So God came down first. And the speech that God gave was not, if we may say, not the most sophisticated speech. The Ten Commandments, as the Rebbe points out in Hebrew, he says, Dvarim Pshutim. They're simple statements. Not to murder doesn't require a special speech. Anybody could have said that. But nevertheless, in these statements that God said to the Jewish people while he was lowering himself down to their level nevertheless within those words 
you find the expression of the essence of God Himself, as the first of the Ten Commandments says, Anoichi Havaya Lekecha, I am the Lord your God that took you out of Egypt. And the first word of the Ten Commandments, Anoichi, is an acronym for the four, four words, Ana, Nafshi, Ksavis, Yahavis, which means I, my soul, have written into the Torah and I gave it. So God gave us His essence by giving us the Torah. And when we study the Torah, we unite, with literally our physical brain is united as one with God Himself. And the Zohar points out, when God says, I, He doesn't even give you a name. For example, in the Shema, in the Shema Yisrael, we say, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. We use names, Hashem and Elokeinu. We're using different names to express the greatness of God. Here we say, Anoichi, I. I is the essence of God's existence. And as the Zohar uses the expression, the Anoichi stands for the I, the I that cannot be revealed not even in letters, and not even in any dots. It can only come down by lowering himself down to the level of childhood. And therefore the Rebbe continues and says that the lesson of this is that when a person starts thinking about their spiritual state and they're honest with themselves and they realize that their spiritual state is on a very low level, and in addition to that, there are many things that are blocking and concealing their performance of Torah and mitzvahs following a path in life that is exactly in accordance to God's wishes. And therefore, a thought enters, enters his mind, how could I, who am on such a low level, be connected to God by doing his Torah and mitzvahs, fulfilling God's commandments? God is infinite. How can I, such an imperfect being, connect to the infinite, perfect being, Almighty God, the Creator Himself. Says that ever from this, we see that we have a lesson that pertains to every single individual. In the beginning of the, when the Torah was given, the Jewish people were also like a child. Not only like a child, but the verse states, and we say it in the Haggadah every year, that we were without clothing, meaning to say we didn't even have clothing of Torah and mitzvahs. We didn't have good deeds to cover ourselves with. And nevertheless, in such a state, God came down and chose to liberate us in person, not through an angel, but he came down to the land of Egypt, a land of abomination. And he found the Jews not in the best of state, but nevertheless, God came because he loved his child and God wanted to redeem the Jewish people, his beloved children from such a state. And then the Rebbe says, not only did God ignore the negative, but to the contrary, it was our negativity and our filth and dirt, our spiritual dirt, that actually aroused by God a greater love for us because he saw in what condition his children are, and therefore that brought out from God even a greater love, more than usual, and he took us out, and a short time later he gave us the Torah where he invested his very entire essence. And therefore the Rebbe concludes, and he says these words in Hebrew, and I will trans translate it loosely in the, in the uh, English. So too in every generation. In every time and in every place. A person should not become sad. Don't feel down and low because you're not in a high state of spiritual performance. On the contrary, person can find themselves in a very low state. The Rebbe says, the Adarabah, on the contrary, 
When you are in a very low state of spirituality and performing God's Torah and mitzvahs, and there are a number of tests that you're going through which you have to overcome and it's not easy. But nevertheless, you strengthen yourself and you overcome all the obstacles and you go ahead and you accept upon yourself the Torah by prefacing the word nasa. I will do to the word nishma and I will hear, meaning to say I will understand the reasoning. So the Jew commits himself to the marriage between the Jewish people and God, even without knowing the details and the reasoning to it. Then the essence and the strong love of, the, of God to the Jewish people, which comes from the essence of God to the essence of the Jew, is revealed. And God gives you from heaven God gives you all the powers and all the blessings and all the flows of blessings that come down from God to this world till the essence of God himself, of himself which flows down, so to speak, in metaphoric terms, obviously, from heaven to earth until until I comes down to the next word of the Ten Commandments, Havaya, which is the four letters of the holy name of God, which God's beginning the descent into the physical world. But that's still in an infinite manner. Elokecha is the way God conceals himself and comes down into this physical world in a concealed state, and in so-called a finite state. So even into that low level, where God's existence, so to speak, is so finite and so concealed that you can't even see it, because when you look at the physical world, we assume we're looking in physicality, but we don't even recognize that behind this all is God, in t is God in disguise who's hiding within the physicality. But nevertheless, when we commit like the Jewish people did then, then we as God's child today, and as the Rebbe points out, in every generation and in every year, the Torah is given once again from new, and all the powers and blessings and energies that came into play when God gave the Torah over 3,300 years ago in Mount Sinai. Shine again strongly and brightly every year on the days of Shavuos. So therefore the holiday is not just a commemoration, but it's an actual celebration. It's taking place right now, this year. When we view it that way and we anticipate the love that God is going to give us, and we are going to receive it, and we're going to respond in kind, certainly we will merit to see that Hashem will come down for the last time into this physical world, never to leave us again, and never, God forbid, to abandon us, so to speak, and send us into an exile, although God never abandons the Jew, but at least in a concealed way, we don't see the revelation of God now. But when Mashiach will come, God will come down again, as the, as the Pasuk says, as the verse says, even greater miracles that happened when the Jews le left Egypt. May we merit to see that great happy day in good health and in happiness, as we say, we want Mashiach now. Thank you very much for joining.